Hey, it's Bill. Jumping in here before Dylan starts the show to mention that the next handful of episodes were actually ported from our Twitch video recordings, and that means our audio was all crammed together in one file. It's not very noticeable because Kathleen is an amazing editor, but please bear with us, it doesn't last long. Thanks! Enjoy the episode. Um, our four uh, disparate adventurers met each other in some strange circumstances. Drang of the short days and Maisel Fisk met uh, upon one of the lifts that scales the sides of the cliffs that border the hearthlands of the Belhart continent. And to the top of the lift city, Gunners Holt. Upon arriving in Gunners Holt, um, they also encountered two other strange individu- uh, individuals, um, Ozius and Noir Steel, uh, both traveling into Gunners Holt in a mis- on a mission to find a syndicate defector that was selling information to unknown parties. Upon finding this individual, they lost sight of him as he ran through the streets of Gunners Holt and eventually found himself pinned between Drang and Maisel and Ozius and Noir. Uh, a bit of a small fight occurred, um, and I do mean small, as uh, the situation was able to be um, diffused, but only um, at the cost of the destruction of the crate that this individual was apparently looking for, and the escape of his two cohorts that also may have uh, important information for the uh, goals of Noir and Ozius. Right at the very end of last session, Maisel, upon storming out of the uh, cliffside, or sorry, liftside inn, uh, tosses a key from a pair of shackles found inside the crate destroyed during the altercation to Drang. Upon catching it, Drang immediately falls limp to the ground, completely unconscious. Having a nap. (laughs) That's where we left off. So, Drang, you have... You, you are no longer conscious. You are out cold. Maisel and Ozzy, you both watch this happen as the moment Drang catches the key in her hand, her eyes basically roll back in her, in her head and she falls limp to the ground with a heavy thud. Dylan, uh, Zeph is with us too, right? They were yes. escorting. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. <clears throat> the, uh, Zeph is still locked in the shackles, uh, standing nearby, uh, held by Ozius as Drang collapses. Um, and I think my my very last act of last session was after Maisel and I exchanged glances was to dive for the key um, that Drang okay. is holding. Yeah, you uh, you make a mad dash for the key and quite easily are able to wrest it from uh, Drang's uh, kind of like cold and clammy hand and pull it free. Um, and it now sits, you know, snugly in your palm. It's only about, you know, yay big, um, like a lot old, old style, like iron key, um, with that similar, that same marbled, uh, pattern in it, that Damascus, uh, metal as the shackles themselves. Um, and I'm cool with it, right? It's not, it's not giving me any bad times. No. You are perfectly fine. You hold it in your hand, your gloved hand, and there's nothing. It, it just mm-hmm. is a key. Totally. Okay. Um, I am going to stash the key in the uh, many, many layers of my outfit. Okay. Um, 
I want to try to stop him from doing that. <laughs> um, yeah, like as you as you dash for it, I'm I want to maybe be like a second behind, um, and I, I would like to attempt to uh, keep that key from being stashed. Okay. Yeah. Um, are you uh, Ozzy? Are you using sleight of hand? Are you trying to um, deceive and, and hide it secretly? Secretly, or are you just trying to put it away? Oh, I, I think I'm just trying to put it away. <laughs> oh, yeah, you you put it away, um, Maisel. I mean, you can you can charge him and demand it, but he's got it in his pocket. Yeah, um, I'm actually not going to do that. As seeing um, Drain go down, I'm I think more concerned about that. Uh, probably a bit selfishly, knowing that I will not do well up here without my big reindeer friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, I yeah, I, I I see that he he's dashed it, and I um, lean down, and I guess do like the like the slapping on the face kind of like hey hey wake up to uh to to drink i don't That's really funny. know what to do medically um uh, I mean, so i would just be trying to slap her awake okay um you make an attempt a solid attempt to try and like shake her and wake her up out cold um there's she's breathing you can tell that much um by the fact that you can see her nostrils um moving and she's actually breathing quite rapidly like labored but is completely unconscious. Uh, I, I look to Ozzyus and I go, what did you do? Um, excuse me, you threw the key, my friend. It's a key. It's not like that had anything to do with this. Oh, you weren't outside for the whole the whole bit we had going. Um, do I need to roll some kind of check to see if I know what's going on? Because I know we did a whole thing where like um, Drang was avoiding Zeth while we were outside, but would I know off the bat that something's up, or maybe not? I don't know. Ozzyus probably doesn't have the most experience with stuff like this, so... Um, if you'd like, make a history check for me. Right. I have a minus one on that, so... <laughs> uh, 13? So, you're not very versed in this kind of stuff. Um, you've heard that certain types of metals can hold certain types of, uh properties, things that kind of are um, unusual and cause different um, either other materials or even creatures to react differently to them. Um, Even as simple as things like werewolves and silver, that kind of stuff. You understand that there's a general idea that certain metals can have these sort of magical properties. You have no idea what this one specifically is and why it would be Mm. causing Drang such direct pain and cause her to collapse. Okay, so I think um, I I say, um, well, you know, not not everybody likes all kinds of metals, and I've never interacted with a large reindeer before. But I'm not willing to put it out of the out of the realm of possibilities here that uh, maybe reindeers don't like this metal very much. All right, all right. I uh, um, I what about you? Do do you know why why this is happening? Uh, and I'm I'm gesturing to to uh, Zeph. He looks at all of you and at Drang. Are you still holding him, Ozzy? Uh, yeah, I, I've still got I think one hand. I think when I got back up off the ground and pocketed the key, I put one hand back on the on the shackles. He just kind of like looks at you and he shrugs and he says, I, "I I haven't got a clue. I don't know." You don't know what you're carrying in your box. It's not my box. I was coming to pick it up. I wasn't the one that brought it there. You don't know what you're 
getting in the box you're picking up? No. This is a bad business, kid. This is not a good business. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I just just in it for a little bit of coin. I was just making a deal with the New Caldesa Trading Company. Uh, that's it. That's all I can tell you. I don't know what was in the in the crate. All right, with who? Uh, New New Caldisla Trading Company. I don't know if I know what that means. Can I uh, perhaps <laughs> roll something? <laughs> make make a history check for me. Cool. This is difficult because Cat uh, knows, but Dragon doesn't care and is unconscious. Uh, <laughs> Two problems. Not so great. It's uh, a nine. A nine? Mm, never yeah. heard of it. Okay. It's mm. got trading. It's got trading company in the name. <laughs> um, can I roll to see if I know what it is? I just like making history checks now. Sure. Yeah. Go for it. Another history check. Okay, cool. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, no, you've never heard of it before. Damn, this shit's you're not, underground. You're not super versed in, in trading guilds and companies very much, um, but you've heard of like the big ones, um, like the Ruby Trade Commission out of Aaliyah. That's one of the biggest. Um, everyone's heard of them because a lot of like books that get shipped internationally come from Ruby Trade Commission. Um, but outside of that, I mean, you don't really know a lot, and that name doesn't ring a bell at all. I would imagine right. I, I would be uh, smart enough to remember that like within the past hour, I've seen... Uh, NCTC embossed in in the thing yeah. in my pocket. Okay, cool. Of course. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I, I want to look at the two of them, and um, I guess not have a clue how to handle what's going on with Drang, and go. Uh, well, let's let's go collect the rest of y'all things. That's where I was going anyway. Do you want to uh, rub some snow on our face or something? I I don't. I don't know. Come on. Let's throw some stuff on our face. Well, don't do that. That's not going to do. Come on. Come on. (laughs) It will. (laughs) Yeah, I I think I would be reasonably uh, able to believe that Stowe might fix a reindeer. (laughs) Okay. Sure. Uh, Yeah, you get a snow. You, You go to, like, the side of the road. There's snow. Uh, pretty much everywhere. There's like a light dusting on most surfaces. Um, here on this thoroughfare, the street though, most of it's pretty muddy. Um, and then further out away from like the streets and the buildings, the snow is a little bit cleaner, is a little bit like more pure and like muddied by the dirt. Um, but you can get it from wherever you want. But yeah, there's plenty of snow for you to grab. Ozzy okay. just immediately starts collecting the muddy snow. <laughs> well, don't do that. Yeah, come on, I'll get some. You hold on to him. Alright, um, alright. And uh, I, I do that. I, I'd like to go get some clean snow and I don't know, just like put it under her eyes or on her like wrists or something. Okay. <laughs> Wherever, you know, when, you, when you're like gonna throw up and you run cool water. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you make a fair attempt to no avail. Mm. Maisel, make a make a perception check for me as you're kind of like in Drang's like physical space trying to to wake her. Uh, perception that is a fifteen. Okay, um, you notice as you're doing this that the hand that she caught the uh, the key with, um, there is a key shaped burn mark in her skin, like a 
scar. And there's these like dark veins kind of spreading down the wrist from the point of contact. Hey, I want to like turn her hand over and like try to look more closely at it, not to perceive anything from it, but um, to maybe get Ozzy's attention as well so that he sees so that then I can ask um, the, that key, give, give it back. No. Give me the key back. Look at what's happening. We need to do something with this. I mean, the key was in the hand. I don't know what, what where we then go Then just here. hold it out. I won't grab it from you. I just want to see the key. Better not grab it. I put my hands like in, in two pockets. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, I fish the key out and just extend it kind of near the palm. Okay, I do want to grab for it. <laughs> uh, you two grab a de- make a dexterity uh, ca- contest for me. Cool. 13 for me. <laughs> 15. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, Maisel snatches the key out of your hand, uh, Ozzy, and yep, Maisel, you have the key comfortably held in your eyes. <laughs> um, okay, I want to, uh, like, take a much more thorough look than I did when I was just, like, initially putting it on Zeph and strolling away to just, you know, throw okay. flack. Um, sure. And, and hope to notice anything more unique than just its, uh, material. Okay. Um, just for just for flavor during this, while you're searching, Ozzy is just muttering under his breath the entire time about how you're an oath breaker and he will never forget. <laughs> just on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> uh, go ahead and are you trying to inspect the physicality of the key or try to recall or are you trying to recall information pertaining to what? No, I'm only looking at the physicality. That is okay. what Maisel would, would be looking for. Make an investigation check for me. <clears throat> Uh, 16. Okay. Um, upon closer inspection, you see that the key is, um, die cast. So it's been, it it looks like it's cast in like a, a reusable mold. Um, like something, it's got a seam along the, the long edge of the key as if it was one of what could be many, uh, identical could be made from an identical mold of this key. Did you give me a fake key? Uh, yes. <laughs> um, I want to, uh, for funsies, pull the, the brass thing out of my pocket and see if there's, like, a spot where the key would fit into that at all. Okay. Uh, make another investigation check for me. Um, okay. Drang, uh, Kat, can you make a constitution saving throw for me? Yeah. I mean, historically, no, but... <laughs> was a 14. I wrote this one. This one this time. Lucky. Oh, hey. Is that a nice? Oh, nice. Uh, Drang, That's a toozy. Yeah. Uh, Drang, you regain consciousness slowly with the most piercing, throbbing headache you've ever had in your life. Um, your your vision is, like, blurry. You, it, it's like like drunk goggles almost where everything is just out of focus and nothing seems to be sitting still everything seems to be like moving in your your field of vision and your entire body just feels drained of energy you feel lethargic and weak and there is a stinging in the palm of your hand but you are conscious trying uh what happened good morning 
good I just scowl at Ozzy. (laughs) I do not know. I do know that I do not like it. And then suddenly, and the giant kind of looks at her hand, trails off, kind of flexes her hand a couple times. I do not remember. You were uh, only out for a, a moment or two, so. That there's, is good. There's not your, much to remember. Your friend threw a key at you and you made it, and it made you pass out. Not much of a friend, in my opinion. Not very good at keeping the promises either. Maisel has never promised not to throw a key at me. Oh, there was a. You know what? Never mind. Take your time. <laughs> she brings up a good point. <laughs> I um, promise I, to <laughs> always throw keys at the boat. <laughs> Um, I, I, I was fiddling with the, uh, the, the key and the, the, the breast thing, but I realized, like, I'm standing pretty close to drinks, so just, like, instinctively I do step further back so I don't, like, causing it more pain. Cat, for you, as a player, Drang has one point of exhaustion. Oh no, she needs more naps! <laughs> <laughs> she, I think, heaves herself back up into a standing position on her... I mean, walking stick. It's also for hitting, but that hasn't come up. It's fine. <laughs> you have a walking stick this whole time? I'm a druid. I got to carry some kind of stick. <laughs> and what am I going to does... cast shillelagh on? <laughs> <laughs> and for the sake of getting up onto your feet, it proves invaluable. You are still extremely weak, and getting up under your own strength uh, is a difficult task for you. These other keys... They are to the rooms, yes? Uh, They are. You're you're fine with those? Yes. Hmm. You got some kind of key allergy? It seems no. And Drang, I'm assuming, is still holding the room keys. (laughs) I caught them in the other hand. They're on one of your antlers. (laughs) Yeah. You've got the the room keys in your your offhand. offhand, And yeah, yeah, it's fine. They're still there. You've got them. I am not allergic to keys. Well, hallelujah. Now that this is all sorted, if nobody minds, I'm going to take this kid to a room, uh, and then I'm going to steal that key back in the dead of night. Thank you. And Ozzy starts walking away. Um, I I don't <laughs> stop him because I couldn't care less about the, the elf person. <laughs> um, my whole thing was to try to go pick up all the, the brass guys that spilled everywhere. Uh, I rolled a 14 on that, Dylan. Mm -hmm. Inspecting the cylinder, it has the twisting mechanism Mm -hmm. and the glass interior tube that reveals the glowing blue energy inside. And on the side without the stamp on it, there is a hexagon with lines coming to the center point with a ball bearing kind of like recessed in a little hole. And as you run your hand over it, that ball bearing moves and has a little bit of give, like it presses inward, but it's only about, you know, that big. It's tiny, um, far too small to fit the key. But the the ball bearing itself does seem to push inside of the cylinder. Um, she still continues not to uh, investigate that further, sort of one-track minding. Trying, do you, uh, do you want to go lay down? Very much. Yes. <laughs> Very um, much. Well, I know Ozzy walked away, but Drain definitely has the key to his room. <laughs> I have the keys. Yeah. 
Yep. Maisel was going to go look for the additional cylinders or not? Yeah, I want to go back to where we had the whole scuffle with uh, with Zeph and try to pick up um, what spilled and just throw them all into, uh, I have like a, I grabbed my little backpack. And Ozzy and Drang, you two are both going back to the inn, to your rooms? Yeah. I should probably try it. And I like, I think Drang makes an honest effort to accompany Maisel. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Maisel and Drang, you two head towards the, the lifts once again. Uh, after the commotion earlier with the fog and the sun now um, setting, uh, the lift side, uh, the lifts have kind of quieted down. Um, as you head towards where the crate was, you find the textiles. You find the empty box that had the key in it, and you find one of those cylinders, and everything else is gone. And the um, cylinder itself is dented, and uh, on one of the, the, the ends where the ball bearing is specifically, there's a dent, and it seems to have like pinched the hole shut so that the ball bearing no longer moves. Um, okay, so now, like, I... I happen to know that there are a lot of these, I suppose, since I saw a bunch of them, um, or you, some. Yeah. There's more than one. They were lining the bottom of the crate with the textiles on top, and judging by the, the size of them, you gather there was maybe 10 to 20 of them anywhere in that range. Uh, specific numbers, hard to say. Um, I don't have the only one. You don't have the only one. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I want to grab that one, too, and... Uh, I want to try to hand, like slowly hand it off to Drang to number one, see if it if it hurts them, but then number two to see if they can make any sense of it. Yeah. Remember what we found on the uh, on the lift? Mm, I do. I've still I've still got one, and mm. this was what they were after. Yes, um, that box. Hmm. The key was in that. Yes. That's right, and uh, and what we. Slapped on Seth. Mm. Um, this I have never seen before. These, and she's going to hold up the cylinder, is new to me. But? Mm. But the box. So the box, Drang, if you're, if you're looking at it, um, it's like a light pine, like a really, really bright, like white wood and burned into the lid is what you recognize to be the symbol of the four-point court, which is the collective that encompasses all four of the fey courts, summer, autumn, spring, mm-hmm. and winter. That key was meant, meant for us, I think. By us, perhaps. Make me a history check real quick. History. Drang has... Bad. Rolled bad. Has one. <laughs> Your assumption feels right, assuming that the nature of these um, these shackles and this key are such to be used against someone like yourself, seeing as you're the only person reacting to it. Jumping to that conclusion is not irrational. By whom and why eludes you. Mm. This I do not understand either. I appreciate you sharing. Um, 
I want to just like and, and not assume I'm gonna find anything. I just want to like scour around a little bit if to see if there's anything of use. Um, like even just like some spare pieces of wood that I could see like match um, the wood that the box is made of or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, there's there's flecks of it left around. In fact, okay. the majority of the crate itself, which was destroyed, is kind of just been spread out by whomever came for the contents. Um, the contents themselves all gone, but the crate itself is just kind of been spread across this uh, this open area uh, just outside the lifts. Uh, as you're kind of pacing about and looking around this area, um, you catch the attention of a guard um, who's wearing uh, clothing of these like deep uh, like like ochre colors, like um, like orangish reds, um, dull uh, fabrics, and then leather armor underneath it with like fur trimming to stay warm. And uh, she approaches. Uh, it's a half orc woman. And she approaches you as you're kind of like milling about and looking at all this uh, debris from the crate. She approaches you and she says, Oi, uh, what are you looking for? The uh, folks who uh, came for their cargo in that uh, broken crate left a few minutes ago. I was actually looking uh, for them. Um, I Come to think of it, I don't know why I'm padding along the ground. I uh, suppose I'm still a little uh, out of wits. You see, I... Uh, uh, I had a nasty fall earlier, and uh, I just showed, like, that little scrape from where I completely tripped over uh, Aussie. Okay. Um, do you do you happen to know which which way they went? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, they headed down the, the main thoroughfare north out of town, I think. Um, seemed mm. to be in quite a hurry once they managed to gather everything up. Uh, no, I can imagine after a thing a like bit this. Of, a bit of a rush, uh, yeah, I mean... We get a lot of cargo coming through the lifts, and uh, usually we do a good job of keeping this place locked down, preventing anything from getting stolen or, or broken. The fact that there was an altercation like this just outside of our site is a bit of a, well, a bit of an embarrassment that one of us wasn't here to catch it while it was happening. Um, did you catch who who did this? Uh, who did who broke the who? Crate? Whatever happened here, this is uh, this is quite the mess. Uh, no, unfortunately, that's what I mean. It's a bit embarrassing that we weren't here to mm. see it as it happened. Uh, no, no clue, really. Um, I'll admit it's a bit sus- suspicious that you're uh, poking around it. But seeing as how the owners have already claimed their cargo, I'm not going to necessarily grill you on it. That's a very good call. I, uh, I was testing you. Sure you were. And I leave it at that, and I just turn around. <laughs> now, uh, be careful. Stay out of trouble. Gunner family doesn't take too kindly to people uh, causing chaos in Gunner's Holt, uh, especially near the lifts. Real important for business, so uh, try to keep your hands clean. Hmm. Well, all right. Y- you, you too. She kind of like cocks her head. <laughs> sure. And she kind of like uh, turns and begins continuing to patrol the edge of the lifts um, up and down. Um, okay, as soon as she's out of eyesight, I do just want to, like, grab a little piece of wood or, or some something that, that will uh, be of the same material to, to keep it on hand. Okay, sure. Just a scrap of nothing. Uh, and I yeah, I look to Drang, uh, sort of assuming that uh, they very much don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, that, that's, that's a correct assumption. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's already started heading back. I mean, not very quickly, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to follow behind. Yeah. Yeah. 
you guys journey back to um, the Liftside Inn, and uh, you guys enter the inn, and um, again, it's kind of got this warmth and this uh, bustlingness to it. Later in the evening now, much of the people who uh, previously were either traveling or um, working in the in the city, or in the town rather, have finally returned to the inn for the evening or have just gotten here, and the place is kind of full of life. Um, there's lots of people eating and drinking at the tables in the dining room just off to the left. Um, you can hear people talking in the hall of the first floor uh, uh, living quarters on the right. Um, the um, the clerk at the counter, this other half-orc woman that you uh, worked with to procure rooms uh, just a little while earlier, um, is now busy um, kind of walking around the main lobby area, greeting people who are sort of sitting down with their, their like luggage and having conversation. You see people who really scream out to you as traders and merchants who are taking a brief respite here in the inn before continuing either further east uh, towards the Etrus Mountains, or uh, for some who are brave enough to continue further north up into the heart of the Dominion. Maisel, before, you did not want them to hurt the little man. That's, that's right. You possess more courage than you told me you did. I, I I don't know about that, but uh, we'll cross because that bridge when we come to it. We uh, we haven't saved that man yet. This is true. Ozzy, you're but, standing right here as this comes. I was going to say, Ozzy has to be around here, right? Yeah. <laughs> but Ozzy is just shaking his head. <laughs> crossing bridges. Oh, Drag still has his key. <laughs> just, yeah. Ozzy, you've, yeah, just yeah. Been chi- you, you've just been chilling in the lobby with Zeph with no key to get into your room. <laughs> Yeah, I think I just ordered a drink. <laughs> yeah, you actually, you enter and you see one of the tables um, off to the, the side is uh, Zeph and Ozzy sitting across from each other at a table, like directly across from each other with Zeph having the like shackles up on the table and Ozzy just has a drink in hand. <laughs> Had he not chosen the money over his life, Maisel, he would not be here. Well... Happens to the best of us. Hmm. It occurs to me that I have the keys. (laughs) Can I have my key now? (laughs) I have remembered that I have the keys. (laughs) As much as I enjoy you two waxing poetic about why you stole a bunch of things that belong to me, I would love to go to sleep. I've become um, confused. (laughs) What makes you think those things belong to you? I I, I want to pull both of the... um, Oh, no! Both of the, oh no, it's happening again! <laughs> Sorry. Both of the brass uh, doohickeys. Um, okay. I want to try to sn- I want to try to snatch the doohickey out of, out of Maisel's hand. <laughs> okay, uh, Dex Dex contest, please. I love their snatch fights. <laughs> uh, you ready for this? Uh-huh. 21. Ah. <laughs> uh huh. Twenty one. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You, you snatch this up, which um. Which one do you grab, the the dented one or the the one that's still in good condition? I think the good condition one. Okay, yeah, you snatch it out of Maisel's hand. Hey! <laughs> this is mine now. Now we're even. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I put it in my pocket. <laughs> okay. Do you, do you know what these are? Yes. Mm. <laughs> good. 
not going to say anything about that, are you? No. Right? <laughs> Can I have my key now, please? Oh, yes. And Drang hands over one of the keys. Um, no, Drang looks to me. Mazel is just like, which either? Either, either one. Drang hands him one of the keys. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, he takes it and says, uh, finally, somebody who knows how to just politely interact with another person. <laughs> and stands up and walks to the room. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess Ozzy turns around and grabs Zeph. Damn it. <laughs> and okay. pulls him to the room. Yep. Yeah, you uh you bring Zeph along and he continues to kind of dourly like like slouch his, his body and hide his face as you kind of pull him through. And you actually catch some glances. Um as you did when you entered, um, walking to your room, uh, you catch some glances by some of the patrons in the, the inn who are just kind of puzzled by the fact that you've got this half-elf, like, shackled um, as you're escorting him to a private room. Um, yeah, any who, like, Ozzy catches them looking at him is like, what are you looking at? It's a sex <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy pulls out the object and just waves it in the air. <laughs> So is that, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's all a sex thing. That's right. You heard it here first. And closes the door behind them. <laughs> yeah. um, actually, before they do, I want to attempt to just, like, make another, like, a stern glance at uh, at Zeph to try to get the attention of, like, looking out for you, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got he's got his face kind of, like, okay. turned, turned okay. down looking at the floor. Um, so he doesn't really see you. Trying, I wasn't planning on staying here, but uh, I'd like to take care of things with uh, with our imprisoned friend first. You do have a room key, and uh, mm-hmm. God knows you, you've you got to be exhausted. Where did you plan to stay? I... You north? Did not north? Make plans. You did not plan to stay anywhere. That's right. This way. We will share a room. There is room enough. Okay, I, I'll, I'll follow. I okay. Awesome. Yeah, you guys, uh, you guys continue onward uh, to the remaining room that you have the key for. Um, does anyone have any business they'd like to attend to um, in the evening hours before just going to sleep and, and waiting for naps? Morning? Naps, naps, naps. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm all good. Okay. Cool, cool. Um, so you guys get your rest. Um, you all find yourselves drifting asleep eventually. Um, Drang, it's not too difficult for you to fall asleep. You're, you're definitely in discomfort still, um, physically. Um, but you're so tired that uh, even despite kind of like the achiness in your body, you do drift away pretty easily. Um, and as you all come to rest and make it through the evening um, successfully, uh, who, who's an early riser among you? Um, Ozzy doesn't sleep. Okay. <laughs> so, 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 that probably I'm sure Ozzy. Very, I'm sure that's very upsetting for Zeph. Um, <laughs> yeah, um. So, then explain, I'd like to know what that evening looks like <laughs> for, for Ozzy and Zeph. Is Zeph, is, does Ozzy just like, oh yeah, you can have the bed, and then sit in the corner in a chair and just stare at him all night? Um, yeah, I think for the most part. So according to my, um, sheet, so instead of sleeping, you enter an inactive state for four hours a day. Uh, you do not dream in this state and are fully aware of your surroundings. Okay. So I 
Yeah, I do think Ozzy gives Zeph the bed, um, but yeah, then just like sits in the corner. Um, okay. And I don't know that Zeph can necessarily tell where Ozzy is looking, but Ozzy is definitely not making any bones that he's facing the whole room. Okay. <laughs> um, and I think I think anytime Zeph like shifts around, if it's not in Ozzy's four hour inactive period, he's like, "What are you doing?" Okay. Uh, so in the in the morning, uh, Ozzy, you're still awake. Um, Drang, Maisel, you too. I think Drang is ordinarily an early riser, but I think she sleeps in today. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you you sleep a little longer to try and recover. Um, and Maisel, um, yeah, Maisel would have gotten up sort of early to like try to scheme about how to uh, break Zeph out of the prison she put him in. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, and I would like I, I want Maisel to have been like leaned up against the door, sleeping, thinking like she was doing some good to like protect the room, just not knowing okay. what to do. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Maisel, you wake before Drang. Ozzy, you're already asleep. Um, Zeph wakes fairly quickly. Maisel, what what do you do with uh, your early start? Um, I want to head down to the lobby and uh, demand that my rooms be cleaned out because there are squatters in them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and Ozzy, what do you do with your, your early morning? Do you just continue to watch Zeph until he wakes up? Yeah, I think Ozzy sticks in the room until Zeph is awake. Um, and then once he's awake, we'll kind of move out into the lobby for breakfast. Ozzy's okay. not, like, starving him or anything. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he wakes pretty soon after Maisel does um, and looks like shit. He looks like he didn't sleep at all, um, which he barely did because every time he would move and you uh, chided him, he would... Uh, wake back up and have to fall back asleep again. So he spent his entire evening desperately trying to sleep in the most uncomfortable situation possible while being stared at by a stranger who has threatened him with physical violence. Um, but he does eventually rouse and, and kind of sit up, and he's just got this awful look on his face, like deep bags under his eyes. His hair is kind of like stuck to his face a little bit from like the just like clamminess of this situation being so stressful uh, for him. And he just, like, stares at you, like, death. <laughs> and he just holds his hands up and says, Okay, now what? Time for some brekkie. <laughs> Wonderful. And he stands up very slowly and starts walking towards the door. Uh, most important meal of the day, bud. So, Maisel, you approach the, uh, you approach the counter... And that same half-orc woman is, is sitting at the, the desk. Um, and she sees you come down and she says, Oh, hello. Um, how, was your, how was your evening? Oh, wonderful, okay? thank you. Uh, there's yes. someone in one of my rooms. And uh, they don't belong there. Some two someones, actually. Uh, one is, I don't know, on a leash of some kind. And I, I was wondering if you could help me with that. Or, or if you had someone who... I would imagine a, 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 tra- a town like this at the edge of the world, as it were. Uh, you, you have to handle situations like these. I don't mean to be rude. Truly, I don't. If I remember correctly, weren't there two individuals here last night that you were talking to that fit that description? 
I believe I did talk to them, that I spoke to you. You didn't end up in my room. How did they get the key if I gave That's the a key damn good question. Um, sure, I will go politely ask them to leave on your behalf. And she kind of walks out from behind the counter and starts heading for the stairs to go up to the second floor um, rooms. And uh, I would like to follow right behind her. Yeah, just as she's about to knock on the door is when uh, Zeph and Ozzy open the door and Zeph walks forward and kind of bumps into uh, into her. And she kind of like steps back and she goes, oh, my apologies. Um, I was actually just coming to speak with both of you. Um, there seems to have been some sort of mistake or confusion and that you're not supposed to be in these rooms. Um, no, they gave us the key. See, that's what I thought, who is but, they? There's only me. Uh, you, um, you, you and the reindeer. She's, oh, this is absurd. She's sleeping. I don't know. Go knock on a door. I don't care. <laughs> well, if you're leaving the room, then wonderful. That's all that was needed from me. And she turns to you, Maisel, and she says, there, they've left the room. You're uh, welcome. And she starts walking and, like, scoots past you in the hallway and heads back downstairs. As she scoots past, I want to scoot, like, forward around, just, like, very, uh, like, haphazardly and, like, all, all sharp elbows, um, and uh, try to slip the key to, to Zeph. Okay. Make a sleight of hand check. Okay. Hmm. That's not great. It's an eight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm glad I keep no! screwing these ones up. Fail <laughs> <laughs> <Sail> this roll? <laughs> <laughs> Fail a history check, not this. Um, I rolled perception just for fun and got an eighteen. In case anybody was wondering, <laughs> Yay! why would you have done that? <laughs> uh, Criminals. Ozzie, yeah, you you watch this unfold, and honestly, it's comical. Um, <laughs> so you watch as Maisel very clearly tries to palm the key to hand it to Zeph, but her grip on the key is bad, and she nearly drops it as she's trying to slide it into his uh, into his hands and misses on the first attempt, and misses not only because her attempt is bad, but also because Zeph doesn't even notice that she's trying <laughs> and, like, turns away to try and move out of her way, thinking that he's standing in the way, and then she makes a second attempt to try and get it into his pocket and again, almost drops the key and, like, shoulder checks Zeph and he bumps into the wall and he just, like, looks at her and says, what, what, what are you doing? Haley? (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I think Ozzy stops and, um, looks at Maisel and says, uh, can I talk with you for a second? Of course. Um, right in, right in I, here, please. Can, can I pick the key back up? Is he going to try to grab it? <laughs> oh, oh, you no. still have it. Okay. You, you, oh, got you it. almost dropped it. It was this close. <laughs> okay. Um, I think Ozzy opens the door to the room again and kind of gestures for Maisel to go in first. Uh, I oblige. <laughs> um, so then once Maisel's inside, I go back in with Zeph uh, and I close the door. Um, and Ozzy kind of does, like, a exaggerated sigh and says, um, you don't know who we work for, do you? I don't. Yeah, I didn't think so. 
uh, Drang, at this point, you, uh, you do finally start to wake. Um, after getting just a little bit more sleep, um, you start to rouse and notice that you're in the room alone. Sh- should I? You seem like a bumbling idiot that could work for anyone. Yeah, I certainly do, don't I? Almost to the point where somebody might wonder why I'm so bumbling. Hmm? Um, and I think um, Ozzy is kind of starting to rise to his full height, um, which he's like probably 6'2", um, and is a fighter, um, and is not really making any bones about <laughs> the fact that he's a fighter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, and says, um, look, I don't want us to have a hard time considering you have the key. And frankly, I don't care. When we get where we're going, they can cut his hands off. Doesn't bother me. But here's the other thing. If my employees come across us in our travels, by us I mean you and him and I and the others, and they ask me why we've got two tag-alongs, and I say, these are two nobodies that started following us in the village where we went to do the job. They're going to kill you. So tell them something else. No. (laughs) (laughs) See, here's the thing. I'm fans of you two. You seem like you know your own way about things. You keep stealing my shit, which isn't great, but here's the thing. I don't want either of you two to wind up in a situation. The situation that I myself find myself in. So here's the deal. We should make this real easy. You should give us the key. You two should go your separate ways. We're all going to the same place, it sounds like. You can check to make sure I hand this guy off when we get there. I do not care. But I want to rephrase that if my employers find us all together and they know that you don't work for them, they're going to kill you. Is that a job offer? It couldn't be further from a job offer. (laughs) Um, okay, uh, yeah, I want to actually uh, hold up the key and, and put it down on the table between us. <clears throat> um, I want that trinket back. All right, fine, I just took it because you took the key, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Ozzy pulls the thing out um, and holds it out to Maisel while simultaneously reaching for the key. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ozzy does not try anything, anything fancy. <laughs> okay, uh, we we trade things. Okay, cool. Uh, again, Drang, you've just woken. Um, you two make the swap uh, successfully. Zeph just stands awkwardly watching this interaction uh, unfurl, and for the first time um, since yesterday, you see his demeanor go from um, one of like like ambivalence and kind of defeat to genuine fear like his face has gone white and it goes white the moment ozzy starts mentioning his employers yeah i think once ozzy has the key he um immediately kind of resumes his sort of like slouchy like lackadaisical stance and is like all right let's go get some brekkie (laughs) uh and at this point you have to like physically kind of drag zeph along because he's just like Shaken. Cool. Is is that what we're doing? (laughs) Yeah. I think Drang takes a moment, you know, like, washes her face, decides to go, and A, 
find out what Maisel's up to, and B, eat something. Eating something sounds dope. Um, so a point. But mostly make sure nothing horrible is happening. Okay. A point of mention as well, Cat. Uh, you retain the point of exhaustion even after a long okay. rest. That's not good. Sorry, I threw a key at you, Cat. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry now. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you you're you're still tired and feel kind of weak. Um, the immediate pain that was in your your hand and the headache, um, kind of has subsided, but the kind of soft achiness, um, and the uh, the tiredness remains. I hate that. Uh, yeah, it's not great. Um, and you all kind of descend downstairs to uh, to the um, uh, dining hall. I presume everybody is kind of going down there. Um, and you all kind of, not as a group, but you all find yourselves in the dining hall at the same time as a uh, halfling gentleman um, is running around with, like, a um, serving tray with, like, bunches of, like, bowls and uh, tankards on it, handing it out to the people that are sitting on in these uh, numerous, like, longer, uh, like, bench-style seats that are all kind of eating uh, in this dining hall. Edge of the World is a production of Tales from the Tabletop. Show notes, lore, fan art, and information about our other projects, including the Heart Engine role-playing system, are available on tfttpresents.com. Follow us on Twitter and on Twitch at tfttpresents. Join our Discord from the link on tfttpresents.com. This episode of Edge of the World was edited by Kathleen Childs. Our music is by Louis Zong. Our cast is Kat McDonald, Dalton Stevens, Dylan Irish, Joe Turner, and me, Bill Hinderman. Edge of the World comes out on Mondays and Thursdays, and we stream listen-alongs on Twitch on the last Friday of each month. Our full release and streaming schedule is available at tfttpresents.com. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends and leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. It helps more than you could possibly imagine. Edge of the World is hosted on Shortwave. Thanks for listening.